Hi, this is Rick Anthony, and welcome to the Someone You Should Know podcast, the podcast that spotlights the stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So sit back, relax, have a cold one, and get ready to meet someone you should know. Yeah, the first time I met this talented band was at a local watering hole in Wanata, Indiana. I was absolutely mesmerized by the talent and also the fact it was kind of something you wouldn't expect to hear at a bar on a Saturday night because they play bluegrass. The band is Strings Beyond Description, and from that band is mandolinist Mike Regner. Mike, is it is it is it properly called it a, a mandolinist? Are you a mandolinist? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I reckon so. All right. Very good. All right. Very good. First off, uh, the band is, like I said, it's a little unusual to hear that in a bar on a Saturday night, but I really thought it was really, really cool. And it so much so that Leslie and I wound up taking a bunch of photos and we wound up staying there for like a, a full set. Or <laughs> uh, who's in the band and how did you guys all come to be? Uh, well, basically, um, I'll kind of tell you the story of how we came to be. Uh, so, uh, a couple of friends got together in uh, 2016, uh, me and my buddy Wes, and then uh, our buddy Mark and our buddy Troy, and uh, we played uh, acoustic music and bluegrass music and Grateful Dead type stuff in, in acoustic settings um, for about a year, year and a half. Uh, we started in, I think, um, early 2016 was our first gig, and then about a year and a half later, we met Buster, um, and we got Buster on the old uh, stand-up double bass. Uh, and that kind of completed the uh, the setup for the last uh, several years. So from about 2016 up until uh, about a couple months ago, that was the uh, the lineup. Right. Okay. And I understand that uh, one member dropped out, and now there's a new member. Uh, yeah. So uh, Wes, our uh, our band elder, uh, has retired um, basically, and we have a uh, uh, kind of a young young buck here uh, named uh, Ryan Highland that's uh, playing with us. Oh, yeah, very good. Uh, he's he's, uh, he's very multi-talented uh, songwriter and singer and uh, guitarist, and uh, he's learning how to flat pick on his acoustic right now. And he's coming along quite well, and uh, he's fitting in. And uh, yeah, we're uh, probably going to write a bunch of new songs and uh, okay. probably try to go 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 into the uh, to the recording studio again, which which we did uh, with Doug. And again, it was it was nice to see at Doug's fundraiser, by the way. Oh yeah, Doug Doug Lenz is just a fabulous guy. We're going to have him on the show here in a couple of weeks. Here, as soon as he starts getting healthy enough to be on the show. Yeah, that's the Doug. Doug is a great guy. Yeah, we uh, we cut about uh, about ten songs with Doug, so we got uh, we got pretty much a whole CDs uh, worth of songs in the can with Doug um, from the last over the last six years that we've done. Wonderful. So we thought we thought that would kind of be a nice bookend to the last six years, and then uh, obviously uh, look forward to what we can do. Right, absolutely. I totally agree with you there, Mike. And uh, the next question I have to do is: There's so many different variations now of bluegrass. There's bluegrass, newgrass, grateful grass, punk grass. I'm sure there's all different types. Can you kind of give us what distinguishes one from another? Um, well, basically, the traditional bluegrass is more uh, traditional topics. Um, and in the early 1970s, it was John Hartford and Sam Bush that kind of took it all in a different direction um, by still using bluegrass instrumentation, uh, but playing songs that were not bluegrass at all. Uh, like uh, the Newgrass Revival, which was Sam Bush's band, uh, they did uh, Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis right. uh, in, in bluegrass format, and that was kind of the kind of the, the, the defining point of, of taking uh, the traditional bluegrass and putting it in a non-traditional setting. And then there was a bunch of bands that uh, were on the East Coast and the West Coast uh, in the late 60s and early 70s, and they all just kind of took the music in a different direction. And like you said, there's, there's all these different types of variations of it. Bluegrass is the main branch, 
and then all all the all the stems that come off of that are all the variations. I'll never forget there was a band that I had on my original show many many years ago called Hazy Dixie. Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And and they, uh, Hazy Dixon, Hazy Dixon, and uh, they played ACDC, which was kind of unusual to hear on a mandolin. <laughs> yeah, sure. And yeah, that was yeah, they're, they're great. <laughs> the first song we're going to feature from Strings Beyond Description is a song called Color is Blue. Mike, can you give us kind of a rundown on how that song came to be and what it's about? Um, yeah, so uh, basically it was written by our banjo player, Troy Creech, um, and it's about kind of the uh, the traditions of bluegrass and where it came from. Uh, it's, it's got uh, references to a whole bunch of different, uh, different times and, and people and uh, how bluegrass has influenced uh, many, many people on down the line. All right, very good. We're going to feature that right now on the Someone You Should Know podcast from Strings Beyond Description. Out there in them woods, you can hear the banjo playing. Blowing in the breeze, you hear that man on Big bass fiddle going to drive the bus while the guitar complete his room. These here boys are living on Their color is blue Spend them days both day and night Until the curtain on Playing old time tunes And then writing some of their own their souls are blessed by music and them songs are tried to true. These here boys are living on. Their color is blue. Their color is blue. Their color is blue. Their color is blue Their color is blue They headed out into the east of them Appalachian town They got brass in their soul And that's why the people gathered around One plug a man who in a banjo pitch And that crowd begins to do Boys are living on Their color is blue It's been ten years or more Now they home is on the road They gaze upon a crowd of folks But that music story is told We're gonna spread the wings and fly away See the whole thing through These here boys are living on Their color is blue Their color is blue Their color is blue Their color is blue Their color is blue
description my guest today on the someone you should know podcast we're speaking with mike regner who plays the mandolin and mike playing bluegrass i gotta ask you a question who inspires you is it allison krauss flats and scruggs or maybe someone new like billy strings who's my personal favorite (laughs) (laughs) uh well um uh, i haven't been playing the mandolin all that long oh really you play so well i would have thought Uh, you've done this since you were like three i no no i appreciate (laughs) the kind words no i've I've played mandolin since uh, about early 2015 uh, from about age get out of 13. here! You play, you played right. you played in 2015. You just pick it up for a year, and you, oh my gosh, Mike, you're you're, you're talented, dude. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, from like I said, from age uh, 13 to about uh, 43, I played the guitar for several years. Okay, I understand that. And then uh, I was uh, dating a girl at the time back in 2015, and she won tickets to a uh, to a concert up in Chicago off a radio station, uh, and it was a triple bill bluegrass. And I had never really been to anything like that. She's like, "You want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" So this was early 2015. We go up there, and it was uh, the middle band happened to be Billy Strings oh and Don yeah. and Don Don Julen, and then the bass player Kevin Gills, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, basically Billy on the guitar and Don Julen on the mandolin. And uh, the minute that they started playing, it just it blew me away. Oh, and yeah. uh, I, I I saw what Don was doing on the mandolin. And uh, he was doing, you know, bluegrass and jazz and stuff like that. And I, I was kind of doing a little bit of what he was doing on guitar, but I saw him do it on the mandolin, and I thought it was so much cooler. And I said, that's what I want to do. Right. I saw Billy Strings at Lollapalooza, and I was absolutely blown away, so much so that I went out and bought his first uh, two CDs right off the bat. Yep, he's a good one. Yeah, he's a good one. Well, then again, Strings Beyond Description is uh, is not not to slouch in any way at all. Uh, I got to tell you, when we saw you guys for the very first time, it was at the Silver Horseshoe here in Wadata. And one of the things I thought was kind of unusual is the fact that you've got a five-piece, including a stand-up bass, on a little tiny little... It was just like a little portion of the bar they gave you to perform. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was can, very uh... unfair. You got five players right there. Yeah, we can squeeze it in pretty much wherever we need to. All right, then I noticed you. I know coming up, you're playing at the Art Theater in Hobart. Yeah, so that's 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 kind of uh, yeah one of the last uh, big shows we have uh, this year. Yes, we're opening for the Lazy Lightning Band. Uh, 
they were gracious enough to uh, give us the opportunity to open up for them. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing that on uh, Friday night, November 18th at the Hobart Art Theater. We'll be awesome. doing uh, basically a uh, kind of a tribute to the old and in the way, uh, which is um, the Jerry Garcia early 70s bluegrass band that he was in. Wonderful. We'll have to check that out myself there. Now, the next feature is something that we love to talk about, and this is one of those things that you can elaborate any way you want to, and since this is a podcast, you can swear as much as you want to. This is called Tales from the Road. It's those infamous road stories of getting to and from a gig, something that happened on stage at a gig, something that happened backstage at a gig, something that happened with your accommodations. What would you say would be the Tales from the Road for Strings Beyond Description? Um, I, I, unfortunately, I, I don't think there really is one quite oh, yet. Really? So that, that, oh. that, that's probably, uh, uh, that's probably, uh, maybe Everything. a story. Yeah. We've never really had any, uh, any big, uh, any big gaffes or no anything like that. or anything. Everything has gone to, to the form. Well, as you say, other than, uh, we, uh, well, I, I guess we do have one story. All right. Uh, basically, on so we're, we're, we're playing a, uh, a music festival up in Michigan last year. And uh, so we all got there, and uh, one of our uh, our guitarists imbibed uh, just a, a little too much, Uh-oh. and uh, and, and, <laughs> and didn't think he was going to be able to make it up on the stage. But uh, after a little rest and a little talking to and uh, a little water, he got up there and did what he needed to do. Awesome. So that that's that's probably about as bad as it's, as it's ever gotten. <laughs> most most of our stories are feel good stories, like you know uh, uh, we've had uh, uh, like. 11 and 12 year old girls come up to us and say like we're their favorite band and, oh, like, have us, and, and cool. have us one and have us want to sign their t-shirts and stuff like that <laughs> so when you when you get moments like that that you're influencing like the young generation with like the the, the bluegrass music that we play and kind of the origins of american music that's kind of a feel-good thing wonderful, to me wonderful especially when you come to think about the the style of music that you've got compared to what is available for the kids nowadays if they get involved, uh, yes. if they get involved in bluegrass they actually got some decent roots there mommy mommy and daddy did a pretty good job there uh, yep sure be doing where can we find out uh, more information about the band merch tour dates whatever it might be uh yeah basically most of our stuff is on facebook so okay. hopefully if, if if anybody's on on the facebooker that's kind of where we're at all right I, we mentioned the fact that our theater is coming up here in just a couple of weeks here what other gigs you got coming up in uh, 2022 or 2023 uh, yeah. that we need to know about yeah basically we've got uh we've got some residencies that we do um so what that is is that we play somewhere once a month and okay. we've been doing that for, for several years at finnegan's bar in in dyer okay. uh, so we played the the last thursday or I should say the fourth thursday of the month there so we've been doing that for several years and then we're actually starting to do uh the second thursday of the month and they're thinking about changing it to friday night at the uh, the charcuterie which is like a high-end deli in uh, downtown uh, griffith wonderful wonderful this is in indiana folks for anyone who's listening in germany right now and you're wondering yep. oh dire northwest is, is, is it is it is it a suburb of uh, of maybe hamburg no <laughs> <laughs> any other uh, material that we might have missed mike did you like to promote about the band or anything else that we didn't talk about it's it's just kind of nice that we're uh, we're kind of expanding our radius of where we're playing right now. Um, so speaking of, like you said of gigs in 2023, uh, so we were playing the Shoreline uh, Brewery in Michigan City uh, back on Wes's birthday in August, and uh, between sets we had a couple come up to us and they said, you know, you guys are really good. We're you know how far do you guys travel to play? So I told them, I said, well, we just played four hours south in Bean Blossom, Indiana, and we just played four hours north, just north of Grand Rapids. So I said probably about four hours is our, is our radius now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so basically we got a call later, uh, like a week, and then uh, we booked a gig. Our first gig of 2023 is going to be at one of these places. It's, it's about a 
two and a half hours away, two hours away. Let's hope it's not during the winter time when it's. Uh, no, actually, it's, it's 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 the Derby Day, so oh, it's, so it's, it's okay, the very it's good the, uh, May. The, horse, the horse race May, day. Yeah, so May time, wonderful. That yeah, exactly. Yep, there's totally. not much snow down in the St. Louis area during that time frame, at least. <laughs> well, very you good, Mikey. You know, it's been a real treat talking with you. Every time I bump into you, and I remember seeing you at uh, Doug and Karen's Luau last year, yeah, or the sure. year before oh, yeah. last. Yeah, it was the, actually. I was that was 2020. That was the year that I had actually met Doug. You want a you want a funny story? All right, so how I met Doug? Yeah. All right, so I'm I'm uh, playing with Shane Lindemann, and that's kind of who I got my start playing mandolin with. Okay. So Shane, Shane was doing a, a solo acoustic gig at the Verona Pizza Seven in Valparaiso. Right. So he's like, "Hey, I'm doing a doing a solo gig. You want to play mandolin with me?" So I'm like, "Yeah, sure. What the hell? I'll go out there." So we uh, we play, and then uh, lo and behold, uh, Doug and his wife actually show up and started watching us. And Shane had known Doug for several years prior. He had done a bunch of recordings with him. So during set break, and I had no idea who Doug was, uh, he comes up to Shane, starts talking to Shane, and blah, blah, blah. And he turns to me. He's just like, he's like, you know, pointing to my man, and he's like, what is that? And I, most of the people that ask me that question have no idea what a mandolin is. So I said, well, it's a tiny little guitar that they call a mandolin. And, and Doug goes, that's a flat iron, isn't it? And I go, ooh. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so basically, and Doug has the, had the exact same mandolin that I had. Wonderful. So that's that. we became uh, fast buddies right then and there, and we it, talked it, probably for about a half hour during set break about mandolins and bluegrass. And, and then uh, he asked us actually, yeah, like a week or two later to play his luau party, and that's how all that came to be. It is hard not to love Doug Lenz. And, uh, of course, his benefit was just a couple of, uh, couple of weeks ago. And we're going to have Doug on an upcoming show of someone you should know this is someone that i really and truly want you to tune in for because not only is he a great musician but he makes a damn good hot sauce (laughs) yes yes he does yes much much love to that man (laughs) all right final song we're going to feature is uh grass is greener what can you tell us about this song mike uh that's a song that uh was written by me and my buddy wes uh, a couple years ago Uh, it's one of the first songs that i've ever written and uh, we actually recorded it at doug's and uh, we hope it's going to be on uh, on our album and uh, it was a lot of fun to kind of co co write something uh, with somebody, which I've never done before. Uh, and uh, this is this is it. All right, very good. Mike Regener has been our guest today on the Someone You Should Know podcast from the band Strings Beyond Description. I want you to check them out on Facebook, and uh, pretty soon they'll probably have a CD out. So I want you to listen for that because they've got some new material coming out, and uh, I think you're going to really love this band. If you love Billy Strings, you're going to love Strings Beyond <laughs> Description. And uh, th- th- Mike, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for being a part of the uh, the podcast. Really appreciate it, man. Yep, appreciate the opportunity. Pre- Appreciate the kind words. Bush for a little Billy Strings Cause I drive for hours 
was just to hear those boys sing And oh my sweet Mary, you know she makes the trip All the way to tell you right, and then we let it rip Cause you might think the grass is greener on the other side Well I'm here to tell you, go ahead and take that ride And please believe me, you can bet your eyes that you'll never know the color of our grass. This is Rick Anthony thanking you again for listening to this episode of Someone You Should Know. Now, if you're an aspiring musician or an established musician that's looking for a little exposure, I invite you to drop us a line at someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. That's someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. Also, I invite you to tell a friend about the Someone You Should Know podcast. I thank you for tuning in this time and I invite you to check us out next time on the Someone You Should Know podcast, because you never know who's going to show up. Until next time, remember, God loves you, and so do I.